Danny Candelaria ¿Cómo estás, Danny? Tú eres de México, ciudad, ahora mismo no, por sí. 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 Uh, quiero decir hola a Mirna por enseñarme español. Oh, muy bien. Muy sí. bien, Dani. Yes. Um, hi. <laughs> I think that's probably in the top 10 most awkward intros we've had. <laughs> Are we going to do the whole show in Spanish? We can. Is episodio. Is episodio. No, is episodio. It's como diaria, mi otra favorita cognate. Diaria. Tu tienes diaria, Dani. Siempre sí. ti, ti, it's, it's, it's dia, it's diarrea. <laughs> you gotta roll the R. Diarrea. 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 Mm. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm not sure how to say that in Spanish. No sé la palabra por Australia. Un país en el hemisphere del sur. At this point, I'm just making things up. <laughs> sur is a word. It's south. Yeah. It is south. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about hemisphere. Do you know how to say north? El norte. Do you know how to say east? Este. Good job. Is there another word for east? Um, well, oriental. <gasps> Good job. Oriente. Ah, what about west? Oeste. <gasps> Good job. Or? Oeste. <laughs> <laughs> I just I learned know. this today. That's why. Oh, what, is it? what does it tell me? Dígame loco. Poniente. Poniente. Poniente? What does that mean? Yeah. West. Yeah, but does it mean anything other than, you know, I west? think it means the opposite of, <laughs> of east. No, I have no idea. I have no idea. All I know is that I am east. staying in a new neighborhood, and this new neighborhood is like the in east version and the west version. And oh. I was like, why are there two different names for, like, the different sides of the neighborhood? East and west. That's what wow. they mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, so Oriente for the East comes from the Latin, and it would be like in the, because that was the other name for the, the East, and it's that's where light came from. Light comes from the East, as in mm. not only the sunrise, but knowledge. I see. Yeah. See, and I, I thought I was like in like, a, I don't know, like a Chinatown or something, because <laughs> wow. I didn't understand like why what oriente meant so and it's like, like oh hey bang it's funny yeah. I heard someone used the term oriental recently to refer to uh, asian americans and i was like you're not really supposed to do that anymore <laughs> a little outdated right which you know is outdated. bad when it comes to me but like that's part of my job is to tell other people things <laughs> that I, I have recently learned let me pass that on 
Yeah. So, so, so but they do do that kind of stuff, like in Spanish. Like there are things, there are words where I'm like, is that okay to say? And they're like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. Like that's just how Spanish is. (laughs) Not racist at all. Doesn't feel right. Feel yeah, right. I'm like I don't know. I, can I say that? Okay, not feeling awesome, but yeah. yeah. Am I, can you hear me? Like, am I loud enough? I just want to make sure you don't have to do anything to this later. So, do we have any like Hank the Tank updates? I was thinking about Hank the Tank earlier. You know, the giant I have not bear. heard anything of Hank the Tank in quite the time. I haven't heard anything about anything. You know why? Because I'm I'm not doing anything that would. I would hear anything like I'm not watching news. Uh, I can't even figure out how to turn the TV on. So there's that. <laughs> like I spent a lot of time today figuring out to do that. And then I was like, I could just watch stuff on YouTube. And then I was like, eh, by that point, what I was is- too tired. <laughs> eh. um, I, I wish that I could say like, that's probably because you're in Australia, but like in the States, I always have trouble turning on TVs. Yeah, it doesn't matter where I am. I have trouble turning it. There are always too many remotes. There are too many remotes. And everyone buys like a universal remote and nobody knows how to use it. No one. Nobody. Unless it unless it's the one that has like the giant buttons for the old people. Right. But even then, nobody programs it to work like every single remote. Like that's the whole point of a universal <laughs> remote. It's like everything's supposed to work on the one remote with the and if you're lucky enough to have one with the giant buttons, nobody ever does it. You still have like <laughs> ten remotes and then you just have one with a giant button. So what else right. is going on, Danny? How's the new neighborhood? Tell me. Look, can you tell? I'm like, I'm jet lagged. That's why I'm like, I'm in bed. You look relaxed. You look very uh, relaxed. But, but you also look relaxed. like, were you the flight attendant on your flight? Because I was. Do you was? see this? I was. I didn't. I didn't know that Southwest Airlines went all the way to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Good it for looks them. great, though. You're like. It could be like. It could be like a. It could be like a virgin. It could be, it could be all kinds of things. You are redefining um, what it is. To lay in bed sheet. You're redefining the fashion of the um, the podcast arena. Yeah, there you go. I'm just throwing words <laughs> out. We don't know what we're doing, do we? <laughs> Not at all. We don't have well, any. When, cl- when do we? Well, you know, sometimes we're slightly more organized than others. I'd say this is on the low end of organization. I'm still impressed, though, that you're in a studio. So, like, to me, that counts as, like, top end. This is, like, some top tier. Yeah, Yeah, this is some top tier podcasting. Uh, By the way, if anyone, I think I have to check and see if it's out. I don't want to give, I don't want to give it away. I think it's out already. I don't know. I'm just going to say there's a very fun SVU podcast that I may or may not have been a special secret guest on a live taping of in the recent to near future slash past. What? Yeah. And it's worth tuning in. I don't even know if it's out. Like, I hope I'm not giving anything away. Am I ruining things? I might be. I hope and I'm, not. I'm not even sure if I am, but well, if it, it was, is, I'll, I'll put it in the show links. Okay. Very good. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. It was absolutely. Oh, I have to tell you. Probably the, um, so I have this new book agent who's awesome, right? Like he's amazing. And I met him because his, I happened to be at this like book thing and he was on this panel and when it was over, it was like all these people that were up and like kissing his ass, you know, like it was one of those things. I was just like, poor guy. 
And there was this beautiful woman standing off to the side who was just kind of looking in his direction, but wasn't one of these people that was like clamoring to like kiss the butt of everyone on this panel. And so I was just like, like me, I always see someone alone. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? And she was gorgeous and interesting. So anyway, I went up and talked to her. I was like, Hey, how's it going? She's like, Oh, hi. And I'm like, obviously you're not here to kiss people on the panel's ass. She's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, that seems to be what everyone else is up to. And she's like, I'm just here for, I'm waiting for my boyfriend. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And she's like, can I tell you something? She's like, I had the craziest day. I'm like, I'm like, you know what a stranger tells you this? I'm like, I need to know. Like, what was this day? <laughs> so she was like, I was called into HR. And I'm like, uh-huh. She's like, I was called into HR. And nothing good happens when you're called into HR ever, right? Never. never. No. Uh, wrong. She's like, I thought something. She's like, I didn't know what I'd done. I thought something. she's like, uh, instead they thanked me for all of my hard work. They told me how much they loved me. They gave me like a better position and a raise. I'm like, what? I was wow. like, banner day. Fantastic. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like the coolest. Where like, does the she coo- work? I want a job there. I would say, but that would give it, it's a really, it's a very fancy jewelry company. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, that's even more incredible. Because I know people that work at jewelry companies and it never goes well. So, um, and then after, so we were talking and she was awesome. She was a big fan of like SVU. We were just having such a giggle. She was lovely. So anywho, um, anyway, and when everyone was done kissing everyone's ass, uh, the agent came over, that was her boyfriend. And now they're engaged, which is super cool. So she's a huge fan of this podcast, right? So I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I, I am so excited about this because I knew that if I, if I did this guest thing, if I happened to be in New York at the time when this was happening, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way I'm not bringing her because she's such a big fan of it. And mm-hmm. so uh, book agent and I worked secretly. Like, so it was this whole secret thing, Danny, we worked secretly to get her there on a Friday night, you know, without telling her what she was doing and all this stuff. It backfired in a, such epic proportions, Danny. What happened? It was the worst. First of all, she's amazing. And like, this could be like the worst thing I ever imagined. So she gets there. Apparently she realized what she was so excited. Right. And she had like a special thing where she was like supposed to sit up front and in this big theater. And then like afterwards she was going to come meet me backstage and like meet everybody. And anyway, so apparently, so I'm thinking she's there the whole time. Right. Yeah. So I even like when I made it out onto stage, I'm like giving a shout out to her and it was just like crickets. And I'm like, what's happening? I find out later she got there. So she had the misfortune of being black at a very white event. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It got, Uh it's so much worse than you could possibly imagine. Basically she was like white mean girl out of there, went home in tears. Right. Oh, I know. Oh, Danny, it could not have been any worse. By the way, absolutely no fault of anyone at the at the podcast. It just happened. It just, you know, white people are awful sometimes. And what happened? Like, 
It was just like the other audience members or what? Yeah, there was just this like whole group of like mean blonde girls, which I'm like, I know this group of mean blonde. I don't know this particular group of mean blonde girls. I just know every group of mean blonde girls, right? That ever yeah. existed. Yeah. I think we've all had terrible interactions with groups of mean blonde girls. Oh, yeah. And so after like this long week at work, and so uh, her better half and I are so excited about this, right? Like we're so excited because this is like the ultimate. She's gonna have so much fun. And instead, she ended like she never even made it in. She was like at home in tears before it even started. I was like, Aww. that's the worst. Poor thing. I know. I know. Do you want to give her a shout out? Um. Yeah. I don't want to say her name, call her out, but like you're okay. the coolest, and I'm so sorry. I am genuinely so sorry i cannot believe something that was intended to be so much fun and so awesome for you ended up being so bad i'm so sorry and i'm sorry you got mean girl by a bunch of blonde bitches because they're horrible like groups white people just don't know how bad they are so often really and it's so weird being one, and it's also weird being on the outside of them. Right. Did I ever tell? Like, did I ever tell you, Danny? Like, what happened? No, what happened? So a few years ago, I wanted. Obviously, I've been Karened, and I've been treated like uh, a person of color by law enforcement. Like, I've had lots of experiences that have given me new insight. But mm-hmm. I really wanted to know. So I spent a lot of time like praying about like, let me know what it feels like for other people because you just can't ever really know. And I'll never, never know, no, but I wanted some insight. Yeah. And there was this day I was in Manhattan and I walked into this little bodega Mm -hmm. and these two black teenagers walked in behind me and instantaneously It was like I had spidey senses. I could feel the bodega owner. I could feel all of his muscles tense up, like these microaggressions. I could see it in his eye. Like all of a sudden the world opened up, Danny, and I could see it and I could feel it and I could sense it and it's never gone away. And it is the wildest thing in the world. And so now I see it and I, I can't ever undo being it right and i'll never know what it's like to be on the receiving end Mm -hmm. but even just to like witness it is nuts it is nuts it has changed my perspective on almost everything and when you start when you start seeing it it's like i can't i don't want it first of all i don't want to unsee it because Mm -hmm. that would just be like willful ignorance but now that I see it, it is so pervasive. It is so everywhere. It is so nasty. It right. is such like, it has this undertone, undercurrent to everything everyone does of like impending yeah. violence and impending, like how hard is it to exist in a world like that? Right. Where, Everything you do makes you, everything these other people are makes you hesitate. Yeah. Jacked up, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not even the actual like acts of discrimination. It's just like the overall like cloud of racism always hanging over your head everywhere you go and everything you do. 
Yeah, like that's like, and again, I'll never experience it. But now that I can see it, and I can see that it's just a constant, how grinding that must be, how must it like wear people down, how horrific, right? just how horrific. Yeah. What a terrible way to live. Yeah. So question, it is awful. Does it feel any different being, and I know you're a gringo there. Do you feel superior? <laughs> Just kidding. Also, I couldn't even keep that joke going. I'm sorry. I couldn't even keep that you going. Oh, it's like that's something that happens. I was just told a story by someone that they were at a taco shop and a guy um, there was like just, you know, being a major, like cutting people in line and just being like a major douche on a number yeah. of levels. Right. And, um, and then when he got called out for it, he was like, I came to Mexico so I could do whatever I want. Whoa. Yeah. I'm bet like literally saying that he's better than other people, like than Mexicans, which Whoa. is insane. But like, so Wait, this sometimes- is something this other human said out loud. Yes. Like and- you shouldn't even think that stuff, let alone yeah. say it out loud. Yeah. And I guess he was uh, drunk, but even then it's still like, Okay. That doesn't make it any better. It just just makes it probably more like that's actually what he thinks. That's exactly what he thinks. Yeah. I came to Mexico because I want to do whatever I want to anyone. Yeah. That's, it's so awful. Like people actually think like that, you know? Um, Yeah, but everybody thinks like that. Can I tell you the secret of like white people? Why they're so afraid of becoming the minority? They're, they're, it's sheer terror. And it's because they're afraid they're going to get treated like they treated everyone else. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. They're, yeah. That's what they're afraid of because they've been horrible. horrible. Can I tell you a secret? Yes. Um, POC. Yes. We are going to treat you guys like that. Oh, come on. No, you know what kidding. I always tell? I always tell the other white people, I'm like, think they're, I'm like, they're going to behave better than we did. I'm like, you should know that. But you know what? If you did treat us like everyone else, like we, we treated like it would be fair. It would be fair. No, no. I wouldn't even be upset with it. I'd be like, yeah, well, that's right. Well, you know what? If that did come to happen, yeah. I would be the I would be the person. white ally. Would you be my non white ally? Like would, would you have, come with me to do things? I would have the underground white lady railroad. <laughs> just that's for so you. sweet. Just for oh my gosh, how cool. Where would I but like where would you take me? Where would I go where I'd be safe? Mexico. You can do anything you want. No, I'm just kidding. Apparently so. Apparently that's why you go to Mexico. So you can freak out and you can demean people in a taco restaurant. Like, wow. What is no. wrong with everyone? Every day, every day. Seriously, Danny. It's like that other day I was flying. I made like a little YouTube video because like for Instagram. I could not believe it. There are these people in the first class line that were talking about like, ugh, I can't believe they let military people go on for, I mean, like it was amazing. I'm like people with children and babies, like what's so special about that? We paid for, I was like, holy, is this, am I witnessing this right now? And they were both like, <laughs> like laughing with each other about how horrible it is for people with babies and military to get on first. So it's like, damn, damn. Wow. Keep that to yourselves. Don't think you know, it in the first place or keep it to yourself. And you know what I don't understand is like everything. 
<laughs> aside from everything, almost everything in the world. Okay. I don't understand why do you want to get onto the airplane first in the first place? Like, yeah, shouldn't the goal know. be like less time sitting in the seat, it's like true. with a kid like, kicking your seat? Unless you have like a plan. Like sometimes, I will say this, sometimes when you're in first class and you have like a long flight ahead of you, but it's not like enough for a full night's sleep, but it's a red eye. You want to get in that seat because it's a comfortable seat, right? You're not sitting in the back of the bus. You want to get in the seat pretty quickly so that you can go to sleep pretty quickly and get as much sleep as possible, right? Which you're not going to be able to do if you're sitting in economy. That's not happening for you, right? right? Like that's yeah. not happening for you. So you don't want that. So that's I guess the that's the people I'm talking about. The ones that are sitting economy, but also rushing to get on. Yeah, that place. makes no sense. That makes <laughs> absolutely no sense. That makes no yeah. sense. And I'm talking about a very limited, so limited set of circumstances where being on early makes sense, right? Like right. When, when Marcus and I were married, the flight from New York to Dublin, which we did all the time, it was the worst amount of time ever. It was always a red eye, but it's the closest to America, right? So it's only like five hours. Oh. So it's, so from where yeah, to where? From New York to Dublin. Oh, okay. And we did this Sorry. constantly, right? So it's a red yeah. eye. So you're leaving New York at night and you're getting to Dublin in the morning, but it's not enough time. You're only getting like half a night's sleep. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not like a 10 hour flight to somewhere deep in Europe where you could yeah. actually get a, get a good night's sleep. No, you get, it's like maximum you're getting like four hours. So then with the extra time from boarding and you want to get on the plane as early as possible. So maybe you get five hours sleep. Right. But that's yeah. a very limited circumstance and you have to be sitting first class. Anything other than that, there's no point being on that damn plane. Yeah. No, I feel like um, planes these days are like, you have no room. Um, and usually I fly frontier cause I'm really cheap. And it's funny and because and, every single and time. In, and you're in Colorado. Like, that's why. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's like super cheap from Denver. But, um, but yeah, like every single time I buy a ticket from them, it's set like, it's like, do you want to pay extra to board the, the plane early? And I'm like, no, Why, thank you. Why would Why? like, if I'm going to board the plane early, you're going to pay me extra. I, <laughs> like, I do not want to be on that plane. You're like, I don't want to be there. I don't want to do it. I don't want yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. It was actually funny because I flew from New York City to um, Colorado once on Frontier, and the seats are so tiny. And then it it was a red eye as well. And And you know when you're flying, you've got like narrow hips and like a small butt. You know, (laughs) I do. Yeah, you don't have like lady hips. You know, like it's. Thanks for reminding me, Diane. <laughs> that you don't have lady hips. You want lady hips? You don't um, want lady hips. I want I some more junk me. in the trunk. <laughs> okay, you can have like a nice bubble butt, but you don't need to have lady hips. Okay, so anyway, so you're flying west. <laughs> yeah, so we're flying west, and it's like the flight's supposed to leave at midnight. It's delayed, so it doesn't leave until like 1.30 in the morning. Uh, and I remember like they turn the lights off as if anyone is going to sleep. I remember... <laughs> There's turbulence. There's crying babies. I'm, <laughs> I'm like looking forward through the like you know at all the different people, and literally yeah. every single person. I'm not kidding. Like every single person I looked at was like, oh. And I was like, oh man. I was like, I need to stop playing Frontier. Awful. <laughs> Do you know what I think is crazy? Is like sometimes, like during the holidays, like you'll see people in 
like the first class lounge, like the international first class lounge, like are getting ready for fist fights. Like they're at fisticuffs level rage <laughs> for whatever reason. And I'm like, what is happening in economy? If this is what's happening here, like what is happening back there? Are these like small scale warfare? Are these like tactical nukes in back? Like what's happening? Right, and right. I was like, what's going on with these people? I'm like, get over it. Like calm down. It's the holidays, man. I feel we like airplanes, <laughs> airplanes are like cities where like the further you get from the city center, like the further you get from the front of the plane, just like yeah. the crazier and more dangerous it gets. Like, Oh my gosh. So this insane person, uh, Wins told me that he was in the back of the plane and he needed to go to the bathroom and he was like on a window seat and they wouldn't let him up to go to the bathroom. So he peed in a bag and then handed it to the flight attendant. And he said this, yeah, he said this, like, this was something to be proud of. And I'm like, this is nothing to be proud of. Like, I don't like you anymore. Like, this is awful. He didn't have, see, this is why I always fly with a catheter in place. Just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Frontier. (laughs) Catheters brought to you by Frontier. But like, how gross. And like, he thought it was like the best. This is what the, do you ever, this ever happen? Do people tell you things? You're like, I don't like you anymore because she told me that. Like, yeah, I, and usually, usually it's guys. It's always guys. And it's, it's always like, guys. One of this, like this person I knew, her husband, this was like 10 years ago. I can't even remember what we're doing. We're at some sort of party or we're having a party. And he's just like, he starts, proceeds to tell us how he peed on a homeless guy once. And I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. Disrespecting poor people's lives. Yeah. Uh, and he was Canadian like, too, which seemed somehow incongruous. Yeah. I was wow. like, what? And I was like, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. And I think he finally, like, he looked around and everyone was like, and like, yeah. And then he was like, what? And I'm like, that's the meanest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, that is the meanest. I'm like, I don't like you. Yeah, no. Okay. I have a story about a family friend who is a police officer. Oh, that, okay. So, this is going to be, yeah, something about this is going to be. Yeah. Already strike one. Strike one. Two. And maybe there's like, okay, if there's a psychologist in the audience, let us know if this is Please. normal to some degree. But he had witnessed, I guess he had to show up to a crime scene where yeah. a very small, like, toddler had fallen into a bucket of water and drowned to death. That's horrible, It's like one of the worst things I've ever heard. But the way that he told the story was like, it was like if it was like some prank could happen. Like, like, can you believe the stupid kid fell in a boat? You know, I'm like, you're talking about a child that just died and you're laughing like, Okay, first of all, he shouldn't be telling the story in the first place. Is what I think. Like that's somebody's private misery. Don't share that private misery. Yeah. Unless you have a damn good reason to. Number two. Yeah. What's funny about that? Right. Like literally nothing. But ever since that day, I'm just like, yeah. I think there's something seriously wrong with wrong this guy's with him. head. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Like it's a lot, not, Danny. No. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't understand. But you know what? Again. Maybe there's some, I've heard like when you're about to die, sometimes people laugh because they're so scared, like fear, like it's like cross signals or something well, like that. Let's not think about that. But yeah, it's like, there's a thing called gallows humor 
but usually you keep it into the group of people. So like it would only be people that have to deal with that all day, every day that keep right. the gallows humor amongst themselves because they won't psychologically survive otherwise, right? Like they'd have psychotic breaks. So that's like a real thing. And that's like a real release mechanism for people in very difficult professions, whether it's, you know, battlefield surgeons or yeah, uh, people, right. homicide detectives, all that kind of stuff. However, it stays within the group of people because they're all ones that can understand that you don't really mean it. You just have to re- have to have like a re- release valve, right? Right. Yeah. You just don't share it with like uh, friends of the family's kids. Like, how old were you when this happened? I was an adult, but were you? Uh, we, we didn't know the people. Thankfully, oh. yeah. No, that's even know. worse. This person's just saying it out loud to like a group of strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He was just visiting us and he's like, oh, guess what happened today at my job? And Oh, so he volunteered it as well. Yeah. Hey, he's not okay. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's not okay. <laughs> this guy's not okay. I'm not a psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's... So I'm going to tell you, my, my you know, there. if you take expert out of the equation, I'm pretty much an expert on people. <laughs> so, like... If you add armchair into the phrase, I'm an armchair. Right. I'm a psychologist. I'm definitely, I'm definitely an expert. Yeah. Yeah, that's not normal. Also, a lot of people suck, Danny. That's true. Yeah. I feel like I mean, we're on, like, a negative bench. Should we talk about, like, sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns? That would be great. Yeah. Okay. I really um, need some uplifting news right now. Dang. Okay. I mean, I don't have any uplifting news. I'm just saying we could make some up. Well, I, I think. <laughs> like how I was going to say, up, you're not like in Florida anymore. That's Aww. kind of uplifting. It is, but you know, I always work. Hello. Uh, so Danny and I were talking, then we weren't talking, then we were talking, and we had some technical difficulties. So we're doing what we can from opposite sides of the planet. Needless to say, We've wasted all of our studio time doing other things. (laughs) So Danny and I have got to bid you all farewell and adieu today. And uh, we apologize, but we love you. And we're so glad you were with us for this nice, uh, low energy Joe Biden ride. Is that what he calls Joe Biden? (laughs) Sleepy Joe. That's right. That's uh, Sleepy Joe 1 and 2. Sleepy Joe in Mexico. Sleepy Joe in Mexico. I can't, I still can't believe that dude, like in the taco place. Like, wow. Wow. Okay. All right. We got to go. So goodbye, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. What about you, Danny? Got anything to say? Toodles. (laughs) Bye.